A very good morning. It is Money Talk and uh, a very good morning to our guests. Let's welcome uh, Alex Wong, the director of Alex KY Wong Asset Management, our regular on a Tuesday morning. Good morning, Alex. Hi, good morning. Uh, nice to have you on the show as normal. Also, let's say hello and good morning to Richard Harris, who is CEO of Port Shelter Investment Management. Good morning, Richard. Hello, James. Nice to speak to you. Absolutely the same. Um, let's start with this prospective meeting between President Xi and President Biden on the sidelines of the APEC Leaders' Summit. Uh, what do we think is going to come out of that? Uh, Richard, are you positive that something could uh, come out of it that's positive for maybe US-China trade? Well, I think really what's positive is the fact that they're meeting at all. Um, it's an important meeting because we have had a lot of frosty uh, relations between the two. The last meeting was derailed by the fact that the, there's a balloon flying over the U.S. and the U.S. took uh, uh, umbrage at that. Uh, so I think them coming together is quite good. But the general feeling is there's, they're probably going to restate each other's positions whether they'll get any further on that, I doubt. But, you know, the big advantage of these meetings is that although the big issues are probably intractable, there may well be a number of issues on the side, on the fringes, in terms of, of trade and economic sharing and maybe even agreement about some fringe geopolitical issues that will always be positive. Yeah, I, I see, you know, we're hearing a little bit about uh, a potential deal for Boeing uh, for its 737 MAX in, in China. So things like that may come out as sort of positive things that uh, one or other of the sides is trying to get out of it, right? Well, that's right. I think that, you know, getting together is always a good thing. The big issues are probably not going to be solved. But, you know, things like the uh, Boeing 737, I mean, China needs those jets. Boeing needs to sell them. Uh, there is perhaps a reason to go for Boeing rather than Airbus uh, for, on both sides. So I think that that's the kind of thing that will be positive. And as these things creep on, you know, maybe uh, relations will get a little bit easier. I mean, I thought for quite a while that the, economic, the economics of the U.S.-China relationship is pretty important. Both sides need each other, and it's unlikely that that's going to be let go very easily. Alex, from your perspective, what are you seeing as uh, positives or, or potential good outcomes of this summit in terms of uh, our region? I think uh, that would not be too much uh, dramatic coming out. I think uh, probably deals like Boeing uh, may be out, but I don't think uh, we would have a very uh, dramatic breakout. I think next year will be an election year, and Biden is very likely to face Donald Trump again, and I think uh, he probably would still uh, would like still like, like would like to put a um, hard image uh, on China relations. So I think um, it's quite unlikely we will see a very dramatic uh, improvement. But I think uh, it is good to have a meeting at, at the first place. Yeah. But at the same time, I guess you know China and the U.S. have have such an impact around the world and and such an impact uh, on on U.S. Uh, economy. So uh, in some ways, you would think that he would actually want to um, you know have something big come out of this, wouldn't you? Uh, I think uh, probably. It, it, no, no, I think because, uh, as I've said, I think uh, the image is uh, quite important for the election. So I think he was swimming hard uh, uh, on certain standpoints. So I think uh, very likely he would just uh, have some deals or improvement and probably uh, not more negotiations coming out. But I don't think uh, we would see anything dramatic.
Richard, there are a number of other U.S. economic problems uh, kicking around at the moment, not least the the debt ceiling, and uh, that looks like it will come to a head uh, on Friday. What are you feeling about the U.S. economy? Well, uh, you know, the U.S. economy is in a Goldilocks scenario. We're looking at inflation at around three. We're looking at growth at around three. uh, We're looking at uh, unemployment being, you know, really quite low. You know, in a sense, if you take a snapshot now, it doesn't come better than this. And going back to the Biden-Xi meeting, we're looking at Biden, who's got a Goldilocks economy at the moment, uh, and the Chinese economy, you know, really struggling to get out of the, the lows that it had during COVID. So, in a sense, the U.S. has its nose ahead there. Um, but, of course, we're all looking towards the future. And my guess is that inflation is going to continue to be stubborn, uh, that interest rates won't come down maybe as much as the market thinks, but also that economic growth seems to be reasonably strong. You know, the markets are adapting quite nicely to this new normal, which actually is the old normal, if you're as old as I am. Um, and I think that at, at the moment, we're unlikely to see any major economic crises unless we get some serious event that's really going to knock things off. Alex, uh, turning to China, you know, things not looking so good at the moment, are they? We're still reeling from the various effects of what's going on in the property uh, market. Are you seeing any uh, green shoots of growth? Are you seeing any positivity? Uh, in the meantime, in the market, actually, we are seeing some green suits. I think uh, people are buying some companies which are having global influence. So uh, the sentiment actually has improved a little bit. And also probably, hopefully, um, the results uh, from those tech companies would have a little bit in the sentiment as well this week. Uh, however, I think uh, the property market remains a um, drag. And I think uh, all companies which are more related to the public sector may still be um, in in a downturn. I think uh, people are waiting to see uh, the impact of um, of the failure of uh, certain companies because right now um, the cash flow of those companies actually will still be deteriorating and the debt actually remains there. So By which know- you're, meeting, you're meaning Evergrande and maybe Country Garden? Or yeah, something. right. Mm. Yeah, I think uh, they, they are, their stocks are still trading and people don't know uh, how this would end, but uh, the cash flow actually is still deteriorating. So I, I think uh, we at some point would see the end game of them. So I think uh, people are still un- quite uncertain because we don't have those kind of a chapter eleven in China. So I don't think uh, we are quite clear what the actual game would be. So I think uh, that is a, a kind of uncertainty. So people would like to invest in China in certain parts, but I think uh, they would avoid those are related to properties. Are the government's stimulus um, measures having any effect, would you say? I will say so. I think uh, eventually we will see the uh, gradual impact from them. I don't think we will see immediate impact, but I think uh, people probably would see the um, impact coming out gradually. Um, So that's why I think uh, we are seeing some improvement in the uh, overall sentiment in China, even though we are still uh, not very good in the stock market. But I think uh, certain sectors actually uh, have bottomed out and and are doing quite good uh, in the recent weeks. So there are some um, positivities in the market right now. You mentioned uh, investors in this part of the world investing in global tech. What's the attractiveness of that, would you say? 
I, 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 I mean, actually, Xiaomi and I know for those kind of companies, which are having global influence. I mean, those Chinese companies or even PDD, I think. So, um, uh, first of all, for the global tech, uh, the objective is from AI. And I think uh, people are looking for cycles because uh, uh, right now, I think people are expecting the global economy to slow. Uh, but uh, for global techs, actually, if even if you suffer in the down cycle, they think uh, they would actually uh, be benefit. Uh, from the um, consolidation of the economy. So I think uh, eventually uh, their earnings will pick up again. So that's why I think uh, people are more comfortable in buying them. And also the um, strong share performance that creative a positive feedback. So people are sticking with them uh, uh, in the meantime. Talking about global growth, I mean, APEC saying that uh, economic growth amongst its member countries is expected to fall next year and remain below the global average. Are we are we doing worse, Alex, in uh, in this region than the rest of the world? Uh, I think uh, in the in the in the rest of the world, uh, the the economy actually may may slow as well. Uh, we. Of course, we are we are affected by uh, China's slowdown, but I think uh, um, finally, I think that we probably may see a slowdown in the in the globe as well. But um, this uh, is uh, <laughs> uh, an expectation only right now because uh, they they have been holding up so strong for for quite some time, so that may surprise the market as well. But I think uh, uh, we probably may see the the global economy to slow down finally. Uh, turning to uh, other countries around the world, um, Richard, uh, David Cameron in the UK, uh, former Prime Minister, is being brought back into the fold um, by Rishi Sunak, uh, the current Prime Minister. Uh, is, what, what, is, what does that mean? What, what is that endemic of? Any, any particular failings of the current administration, do you think? Yes, or maybe failings of past administrations, because, you know, Cameron comes with a great deal of baggage, uh, not particularly good. You know, the, the, the man who uh, let Britain go into Brexit, uh, the man who is embroiled in a global um, scandal, uh, money scandal, all of a sudden is our foreign secretary. You know, it, it, it smacks of really short-term political moves within the Conservative Party to try and bring the party together ahead of the election. Uh, and I think that what investors should be looking at in terms of the UK is maybe planning uh, out a year or two and what policies might be like uh, if another administration, the Labour administration, get it. Because I don't think we're going to see any change in policy with this particular government between now and the election, um, which is only a year or so away. Um, but we may well see some changes in policy uh, if the Labour government come in. Not particularly large, but I think certainly in terms of how the UK economy is likely to work and run, um, it does look as if it's probably going to be a change there. Interesting, uh, David Cameron in that role as Foreign Secretary. Uh, didn't he, uh, some years ago when he was Prime Minister, famously have a, a, a pint in a pub in the Cotswolds with President Xi? Or am I uh, misremembering that? That's right. I can't quite remember what it was, but I think it was uh, a pint of Britain's finest, which you'd probably need a whole lifetime of drinking to, to, to actually get through. So if President Xi did get through the, the whole of his pints, then uh, you've got to hand it to him for a great deal of fortitude. Um, so maybe it's yeah. a good move. Maybe it's a good move to have David Cameron in as the, as the foreign minister if he already has those kind of relations with uh, President Xi. Well, that, that's the thing. You know, do these uh, personal relationships actually uh, make a difference? In many cases, yes. But also, it may also expose individuals, you know, weaknesses and, and concerns, and uh, and there may actually be, um, uh, 
you know, a, a feeling of resistance to that. So, yeah, personal relationships really help. But I think, you know, Cameron's coming in far too late for them to be of any benefit. Uh, just finally, before we leave, Alex, uh, U.S. inflation data coming out uh, this week. Uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, uh, positive about that? Um, are things going to get better? I think uh, uh, inflation probably will get better. Uh, right now we are seeing uh, we trade in oil and I think in the world uh, we are seeing uh, some we trade in inflation. So I think the US probably would be the same. Uh, but the market actually has priced in a lot uh, since uh, uh, last, last week. I think uh, we probably maybe are a little bit running ahead of the data. Uh, Richard, any final thoughts on that? Well, I think that, you know, we're going to see data out this week. I think we'll all be waiting for it and we'll all be uh, uh, probably not surprised about how it's come out. The markets do seem to be coming back a bit, uh, but I think at the end of the day, we're not going to see a real crisis at the moment, uh, just probably a slow run up to the new year. Richard Harris is uh, CEO of Port Shelter Investment Management. Thanks, Richard. And Alex Wong is the director of Alex K.Y. Wong Asset Management. Uh, They've both been our guests on Money Talk this morning.